0: Ones who are the
1: ball lickers? What we got's gonna turn your brain into shit.
0: Why are you laughing? Slurpcast!
1: The familiar sounds of the Slurpcast. Johnny P here. Extreme, how
0: are you today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. More what? Slurpcast is so much better. What do you mean, back? We didn't go away again. No, but I mean, it, we're not here all the time. It's not like a live Slurpcast stream, twenty four hours a day.
1: Wait, this isn't live.
0: I be- mean, it could be, but I mean, I mean, we take breaks from their ears unless they save them all up and listen to them continuously.
1: I thought this was live. You know, like that scene in Spaceballs when they're watching themselves happen, like happen right now. I thought that was this. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe well, I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It's okay. I think in 2023 or Blood Bowl years, uh, 25, 23. Not really, though. No, Side note on that. It's
0: They it, got rid of that.
1: Yeah. So where are we now? Do you know the, is it?
0: Nobody knows. They've completely just made it. I, I don't know if they just couldn't figure out the uh, very complex years that well, they had or what, but they it was went complex. backwards.
1: It, but it, it wasn't complex. Middle. It was 2,000 equals 2,500. <laughs> It wasn't (laughs) complex, but now it feels like, you know, like in other games, workshop games, are we still in 40,000 here? You know what I mean? I was like, aren't we like 50 now, you know, 60,000 like blood blood, but it's fine. I think we're 25 Oh four ish, but for eternity, you know what I mean? Griff is a young strapping lad. Once again, not an old out of shape, former athlete. So uh, I'm glad we're back. Like extreme set. I'm glad we're not live. Like Extreme said, I'm glad maybe we are live, like I said. And I think it's important that we have an end of the year Zlurpcast episode. Extreme, you said you had a couple things on your mind, a couple things to get off your chest. Is that like, do you have some, like, you know, back in the day, you had some words for games back Workshop. Back in the day, you were like, you ruined my game. <laughs> I believe it was, you ruined it, Holden, as done by Joey Lauren Adams and Chasing and Amy, everyone's favorite scene in the parking lot. And, Is it this year though, right? You're not angry anymore like you were back in the day,
0: right? No. I've gotten older and mellowed out. Mellow out, man! No no more anger.
1: No, No more anger. You heard it here first, folks. So we're gonna be hitting the tournament graveyard, talking about Mr. Elbow, a tournament that Extreme went to. Let's do that right now, shall we?
0: Brought to you by
1: Ogre Guardian. When you're here, you hate families. You are tuned into the Zlurkcast. The Tournament Graveyard. Mm, the Tournament Graveyard. Is that Count Luther doing that, Doing the voice? Or is, it, is, it, is that different? different vampire?
0: I don't know. I mean, whoever it was, they uh, probably don't get royalties on us using it to the.
1: Well, that's pretty typical right now. If you're in a band, you're like, yeah, hey, we're on Spotify. Cool. Go ahead and split that 17 cents four ways. Good luck with that. That's what we call a Scott prime number right there. Um, shout out to both down our protégés. <laughs> we'll say that one forever, forever. Extreme. Tell me about this tournament that you went to all the goodness. That is Mr. Elbows. Cause I'm a Mr. Knees guy and I, I just, I haven't gone up to the upper half yet. So I want to know what, what's going on with the elbows.
0: Yeah, so in a previous episode of Zlurpcast, we talked about uh, the basics of Mr. Elbow's Invitational Rumble Tournament. Lots of words. I don't know. It's a very long name.
1: Wait, the Mr. Elbow's Uh, Invitational Rumble Tournament?
0: You mean the... some The... Oh, shit. I don't (laughs) think the tournament was on the end. I think it was just the Mr. Elbow's Invitational Rumble. Oh, the mirror? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the mirror. <laughs> uh, but it was in South Bend, Indiana, and I attended with my son, Alex.
1: Oh, you have and a son?
0: I do. Wow. Yeah, he we, plays Blood Bowl. We haven't talked no. in a
1: while. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, for maybe newer Slurpcast fans or people who have forgotten, your son Alex is very good at games. Now, the story of, of Legend was that Blood Bowl was the one game that you've always bested him in. So... Card games, board games, video games, whatever. He As he got older, he's kicking your ass at everything. But it was always like, Blood Bowl is where I got him. Is that still the overall theme? Or have you guys, like, what's kind of been the overall like ratio with wins and losses between you guys now?
0: Well, it's not it's not as lopsided as it used to be. Not to spoil the lead here, but we did play in this tournament. But be, prior to that, we had played twice in NAF tournaments. Once in sevens and once uh, in a normal tournament. And he beat me both times. Mm, okay. So... Uh, yeah, he's had his wins against me. I, I would say I probably win more often still, but like a 60, not, 40 kind but, of thing. Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit more, but okay.
1: Hey, I'm glad you still have that. Yeah. You still got that. So Mr. Elbows, uh, you took the 40 minors, I'm guessing.
0: I did. Yes. Uh, so hmm. it was, uh, crazy build that we talked about where you had one captain that could have a stat increase and in multiple skills. You still had to pay for them. You paid for all your skills out of your uh, starting fund, mm, okay. which is a little different. Um, that doesn't happen very often anymore, but you were capped at three of each skill still. Did you but ever, I had ache Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Nope. Go for it.
1: Uh, go for it. Did, uh, did you ever have your, <laughs> it's not worth it. Not... And the longer the build up, the less worth that it, it is. Did you ever, uh, Point to the captain and say, I'm the captain now. I'm no. the captain now. <laughs>
0: that was not worth no, it. No, I know. I know. That's why I was like, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. you look. Like, go for it. Go for it. Right,
0: so that's fine. Uh, so my, ca- my captain was my runner. Um, I actually considered a different captain, which I want to talk about too. But the captain was a runner with block dodge, finned, and plus strength.
1: I'm a big Uh, fan of the block-dodge-fen combo because it's just ridiculous. So I do like that. And yeah, the strength in there to boots, and he becomes unstoppable. Is that beast mode?
0: uh, It's kind of like baby beast mode, I guess. Uh, Ah,
1: okay.
0: Young beast mode. Yeah, okay. but Finn came up huge in this tournament i really didn't expect it to come up that often um but it was a really big deal for me yeah uh the uh, the other captain i had considered was a death roller with pile driver and jump up mm, okay because i just thought it would be funny yeah um what i wasn't aware of until the tournament um the tournament the captains actually had a special captain reroll that they could use once per half as well like just but for them only yeah just for them okay um I d- I wasn't aware of that going in. Um otherwise maybe I would have done that death roller. That yeah. would have been pretty cool.
1: Yeah. That would help, I think. Do you, uh so you bringing the 40 miners when you get there, are you seeing what types of teams are you seeing when you got that to the tournament?
0: Well, it was really nice uh the coaches that I saw at the tournament were a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time. Um Jim Morgan and mm. um, a lot of the South Bend guys that you used to see a lot um Back in the day.
1: Yeah, and, uh, back in the day. The old segment. Back in the day. Town <laughs> juggernauts. Jim Morgan was the uh, quite quite the uh, tour de force of Bull Centaur action back in uh, 20, 2505.
0: Uh, old. For, for, former Slurpee Bowl champion.
1: Yeah. Can, can never take that away from him. You know what I mean? No matter no. what happens, you got that one, a coveted Slurpee Bowl, a golden Slurpee on the shelf.
0: There was also, there were two Slurpee Bowl champions attending this tournament. Uh, Mike was also there. Valdrick.
1: Oh, Valdrick. Yes.
0: Um, and Robert Wheeler stopped by. Okay. He wasn't playing, but he stopped by to hang out. So it, it was really cool. It was kind of uh, a lot of older faces that I don't, haven't seen in a while.
1: I believe side note on Robert Wheeler. And if he's listening, you can correct me, but he might've been again, I memories. It's good, but not great. It's uh, I think Robert Wheeler on talkbloodbowl.com back in the day was the one who confirmed there was indeed a main guy and other guy, like that that, that, that those roles existed, because someone said <laughs> to the effect I don't know I'm just paraphrasing um, the main guy's really funny the other guy's whatever you know, and he said then he basically said oh main guy is so-and-so other guy is so-and-so like to basically set the precedent of that. These roles exist, not just saying, Hey, they're, they're a team, you know uh, it wasn't that it was this. So I, I think it might've been Robert that, you know, we have to thank for those uh, former
0: nicknames. So. Yeah. So I mean, like uh, for people that haven't, that don't know us from years of doing blood bowl content uh, and different ways. Um is it's interesting. So people may not know about that old story and I know when we restarted Zorbcast here recently one of the comments that I saw in my private league chat that I'm on online um somebody assumed that we were both from the Detroit area mm. because because we we're talking about Underworld Cup and things. I was like, "Ah, eh, actually no. Neither of us are."
1: So. Yeah. I did live in Port Huron uh for a year, however, though. So I got some I got some Michigan in my blood and I ran the resurrected underworld cup at university of michigan so indeed i've got some connections you know to that and that's um yeah i can see that because of your your love for that tournament and all of that but also i think it's just kind of interesting too that i'm not trying to make any kind of like hey we did this we do that i don't really care it doesn't really matter uh we weren't one of the originals but wait what have you done for me lately you know what I mean? There's a ton of Blood Bowl podcasts out there. I think that's awesome. I don't need to win because in my eyes, we've already won. We have jerseys with our name on it. That's that's how you you had that before you even knew me. You know what I mean? So uh, we've already won. And so when we talk about, you know, the the notoriety from from way back, well, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We'll take it, and we're just having fun. And you get to go into these tournaments not knowing whether they're going to recognize you, whether uh, and 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 think that's cool, recognize you and think that's not cool, uh, recognize you and not give a shit, or not recognize you at all. You have those four variables to walk in At any point in time. You'd be like, "All right, people, I'm here," and everyone pauses for a second, and then it's just like silence. Then they go back. They go back to their normal business.
0: <laughs> or I mean the way things have changed so much in the past it'd be like, oh, we have a blood bowl podcast and it'd be like, oh, you're one of six people yeah. Where now if you say, oh, I have a blood bowl podcast, you're like one of a hundred people that's there's true. so many blood bowl podcasts
1: yeah, there's so many out there and I'd like to say that you know great job with everybody doing that and more contents a good thing the game is bigger now than ever before and so I, th- I think it's great that we could still kind of do what we love and you know go to these tournaments and that's where it all started from if you you know if you recall we created this podcast, just to talk about our tails that's literally it um both t-a-i-l-s and t-a-l-e-s we were just you know duck tails and whatnot so you uh show up to the tournament and your first round
0: opponent is who my first round opponent was uh matt garza okay he he came with uh marco severin former former cubs pitcher
1: matt garza (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, it, it was not him. No.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like, totally that's crazy. cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I always thought Don Charles Willis was going to get into the game, but that's fine. You know.
0: <laughs> Why are you no, but Matt uh, was cool. This is the first time I met Mark, Matt. Um, I had met Marco for the first time at Underworld Cup. Um, so he's kind of a new acquaintance and uh, they came down together. But I sat down to play Matt who had Lizardmen um and i know he was a little tired he had uh, pulled an all-nighter writing a paper for school or something It sounded horrible Mm. but that may have led to his first mistake of the game being tired and i felt a little guilty not pointing it out but at the same time i don't um setting up to kick off to me he left a skink it was like three squares off the line of scrimmage but it was still in crowd surfing Mm. danger so, of course, I took advantage of that. And, so not only uh,
1: crowd surf danger, but also just reachable by movement danger.
0: Yeah. So it was a little further back. So it wasn't like right on the line, yeah. but um, it was close enough for me to get to. And I surfed it and it was a casualty. So
1: hard lesson as as Lizardman coaches will know. Rule one is protect the skinks at all costs.
0: Yeah. Don't let them touch your skinks. Yeah. Um, but it was a really tough match. Um, it was still very close. I think later in the second half I was able to take out a couple of Soruses and then kind of take control. Um I ended up winning two to one. Okay,
1: nice. I think is it Soruses or Sore Do we know this?
0: I don't know. I've never asked a lizard man. Um I would guess it would probably be Sore And is it lizard person, not lizard man? It really should be,
1: right? And also, which lizard man do we vote for this year? Yeah.
0: But how do we tell the uh, lizard men from the lizard women? Um, oh, because you... they don't they don't produce milk, so that's not like, the obvious well, giveaways. It's not all about tits. <laughs> or they would have different colors, maybe, or nah, like, dude uh,
1: this head... the... nah genitals, bro. that's the the new t-shirt genitals bro um hey side notes we got a new shirt and stickers and buttons out there for blood bowl friend so if you want to show maybe gift it to your blood bowl friend you say i got you this shirt to show you're my blood bowl friend you're not my real friend you're my blood bowl friend or for yourself to say i am a blood bowl friend of extreme or johnny p i'm not their real friend Get yourself one of those. Lurpnation.com, Click the merch button on there. And I think it's great. There's a bunch of sales going on. Buttons, stickers, um, shirts, mugs, everything. Uh, Blood Bowl friend. As well as the playbook. 98% luck, 2% dick. Or, or is it vice versa? Yeah, that's it. Ninety percent luck, 2% dick. That's what I just want to make. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, get that kind of stuff out there. Just a quick reminder, a little plug out there to support the show. And um, so, good win. And tournament size, was this a big one? How many people, roughly?
0: So this is only a three-round tournament. Um, I was really surprised at how many people were there. I was expecting it to be pretty small. I talked to some of the other people too. That um, because we didn't know going in, we they also expected it to be small. There were twenty-two people here, so it was pretty good size.
1: That's really good for something that's kind of you know, I don't know. I don't want to say under the radar. I think it's just it's different now, and it's going to sound a it's, little old. Old man was, yells at cloud, but you you have. Uh, I think there's not as much talk, unless I'm wrong. I mean. I know you know there's other there's not forms anymore, but it seems like based on the perceived hype, tournaments have are, have more people there than you would expect. In other words, in the old days it was like, well, ten people said they're coming, hey, eleven people are there, one more. It's yeah. diff- it seems different now.
0: now. So some of the things that were a little different about this, um, this is the first year they ran this tournament. So, that, wow, having twenty two in your first a- amazing, year, amazing, impressive. Yeah. But but then the other odd thing that we. talked about a lot over the years their local league really supported this tournament yeah like several of the guys from their local league helped run it like did different jobs like one guy did the logo one guy did the counter like it was all separated out and they had shirts that kind of were a thank you for helping out oh that's cool um but then just like showing up to play too like a lot of them were from the local league and sometimes that or a lot of times that doesn't happen
1: no that's that's a big one i mean you know even, um, you know, after moving to Des Moines, I ran a tournament last year. Not a single local person showed up. There's not a single person from that, you know, the one Metro showed in my tournament. It's like it's frustrating. And I didn't really know anybody. It's not like I expected them. I just thought maybe there'd be some locals. Great to see that local support there. And, um, yeah, and see kind of people travel. Were there people traveling from far away or is it mostly in that kind of just typical three-hour kind of window there?
0: Yeah, I think it was all pretty close. I mean, mine was, my drive was three hours. Shooty came, his was about the same. And then yeah. there was uh, three or four people from the Chicago area. Um, okay. But I think that was that was about it.
1: You got you and uh, Shooty drove together because you're your pals or no?
0: No, we drove separately. Okay. Oh, I, Blood, I blood had... Bowl
1: friends. Got Blood Bowl friends. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Blood Bowl friends. That's just, I just, I just want to check. Maybe we'll put together like a, 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 a matrix of sorts online, like, who your friends are and who your blood bowl friends are. And I'm like, see how who can get to the other side, who can get demoted so, uh, and who could get promoted.
0: You know what I mean? No, if, if we made this matrix, it would be really sad because uh, I don't have that many friends that aren't blood bowl friends.
1: No, but here, no, it's um, not sad because there's going to be like two tabs in the, in the Excel. And the other tab is what they think. It's it actually we've one, one matrix because it would be then what you rate them and what they rate you. You know what I mean, so you're gonna say person A is a bull friend, and person A is gonna say extreme is a real friend. It's, it's gonna so it's be kinda like,
0: so is, is it like Tinder where if you, you would have to agree that you're both the same friend leveled for it to even? Show I don't
1: them. know what Tinder's like.
0: Why do you know what it's like?
1: <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. I'm texting Jenny right now and telling her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think that this tournament being bigger than you expect nice to see and then you have a you know fun first round game and ready for the second one who do you have in round two
0: so round two uh mike was at the top table which is super cool Um, our Mike, our Mike, indeed valdrick himself friend or blood bowl friend uh friend why'd you hesitate oh my god i i i like to Think about these things carefully, because you always try to catch me on things.
1: <laughs> so, Mike, he said, "A uh, friend. Uh. He said, UH, friend. Just want to let you know. It wasn't just friend. Like, like very, you know. Okay, so you and Mike. And what did Mike bring?
0: No, I didn't play Mike. Mike oh, sorry, sorry. sorry, top sorry. Table. Okay. I was at table four. I played uh, Alex, my son.
1: Ah, your son. Okay. Moment of truth to see uh, if your theory is still correct about you besting him more often than he bested you.
0: Yeah, so like a week prior to this tournament, maybe uh, we had played a practice game using these rosters, and in that practice game we had tied, um, and in that he got a blitz in the second half, and it's something that I've been trying to get better at this year because blitzes have been screwing me because my offensive setup isn't protecting against it. I mean, to be but fair,
1: think... does anyone set up for anti blitz though? Am, am I is that just foolish of me to even ask that? I don't. It's a ten. It's not a seven. Uh, now, yeah. s- side note, if I ever were to rewrite these rules, you make seven a blitz. Then you have some fun in this game. Seven <laughs> Make seven on a kickoff of blitz, and then it's just craziness. But mm. it, you, how do you set up for that,
0: right? Um, I, it's not that you set up to anti-blitz. It's so that you set up to respect the blitz. So you do have something on both sides to make them kind of have to swing all the way around so they're not flooding as
1: much. Are you trying to get a new shirt made, respect the blitz? Are you I, are you trying? A, is that what this is? A ploy? That would
0: be a cool shirt. A ploy. To, I wasn't trying. Uh, yeah. No, but I do like it. Right. We're a t shirt uh, so company.
1: T shirt company first. Blood Bowl podcast second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't come up in this game. Um, I just bring it up because in our practice game it definitely did. And yeah. The the problem I've had with it is uh, when a blitz happens, it doesn't. It affects my entire half. I have to drop my whole team back to try and cover and regroup and. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. Yeah. Uh but in, in this particular game, so he for his captain, he gave it to his ogre and souped up his ogre to be a ball carrier. Mm, okay. So that, then when he found out about the captain reroll, it was super cool for him because uh the oh, the other thing with captain reroll, and the reason that I would have taken the death roller, it ignored loner. Yeah. Um, so that was very helpful for him giving. So you can use cap- the captain reroll
1: for Bonehead, is what you're
0: saying. Yeah. Okay or just anything without having to use the loaner roll first. Right. Um, but early in the game, I don't pretty early in the game, he was going for it with his ogre and it fell down and died. Uh, so that was a pretty huge swing in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ouch.
1: I mean, was he just thinking I have the reroll, so everything's fine.
0: Well, I, you know, he, he does go for it, extra go for it sometimes. And mm-hmm. that's kind of, normal for him, but yeah. he had re-rolls and he had that built-in captain re-roll. So it wasn't super crazy. It just was unfortunate that when he hit the ground, he hit the ground hard.
1: I'll tell you, I don't, I actually kind of like the idea of always going with the mindset of whatever your movement is, is actually two more and just planning to make go for it's part of your routine. I don't, I don't hate that just general tactic because it really does open it up. I had a tournament, I forgot when it was, but I was doing a lot of things with dwarves dodges and go for it all the time. And it was surprisingly successful because one, they didn't expect it. And two, it just was like, yeah, I mean, playing the odds and you get lucky. So I I get why he was doing that. Um, Obviously in this case, all the eggs in one ogre basket, you know, that
0: happens. Yeah. I mean, that's that's such a huge um, team value sink that once that happened, it was a big swing. Um, I ended up winning pretty handedly two to zero. Okay. Um, it was not that competitive, but it wasn't really his fault. It was just some bad luck early on.
1: Okay. Uh, what team did Alex have? Did you say
0: humans Oh, oh humans with ogre? Yeah. Okay.
1: Got it. Yeah. I need to know. So you're now two and O is Mike two and O and you guys are thinking we might play.
0: I no. I think he tied or lo- he lost his second game. Okay. So he was thinking he might play Alex. Okay. But they didn't. So two and o going into the last game round i was on table two so i was like oh man still have some work to do but i ended up playing uh marco severin okay so i know that he's a good coach i sat down and he was playing and i was like okay well this is it's doable but it's not going to be easy yep. so we sat down to play uh opening kickoff was a blitz he mm. got a blitz on me oh cool i, I was like damn all right but uh so I was able to remove some of his players and get a good uh, advantage over with numbers and things. Uh, his Rad Ogre was causing me a lot of problems, um, but I was able to go down and score. And this is the game where Fend probably came in the most helpful because mm-hmm. his Rad Ogre was able to get some hits on my runner. Yeah. Uh, but with Block Dodge and Fend, um, it, you know, canceled out the frenzy mm-hmm. and was pretty sweet. Um, but after I scored, he had, you know, the one turn at the end of the first half. And then he was receiving the second half, but when he was receiving, he was down enough players that he felt like he had to score right away. Um, Mm -hmm. He was still looking at possibly winning. um, But even just to tie, like he didn't think his players were going to last. He had to score right away. Okay. So he pushed really hard down the field in the second half, right off the kickoff
1: to score in in two turns and say, I'm just going to survive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he had a gutter runner that, you know, Charged out, and he ended up using all of his team rerolls and his captain reroll in the first turn, but right. to well, make this big push for a score.
1: It's not. um, What's your what's your wee woo going on? What is that? What is that wee woo?
0: Uh, that was my calendar reminding me that we're about to record.
1: Okay, man. <laughs> I just preach the listeners get to enjoy the wee woo. It's the second one. I didn't say shit on the <laughs> <Sorry>. first one. <laughs> I say shit. I'll move
0: it. I'll move it further away.
1: <laughs> i say shit on the first one. And I'm like, we got another wee
0: woo. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. So, so he's charging, he's charging down the field for this score. And this, uh, the reason i wanted to tell this whole story is because it was like the big highlight of the game. Um, so I was able to get some players back and knock the ball loose. The Oh, it was pouring rain. The pouring mm-hmm. rain happened in the second half. So pouring rain, he charges down I knock the ball loose and I have two tackle zones on the ball so two tackle zones on the ball in the rain his gutter runners on the ground he uh brings another gutter runner back from the half line on his turn two Mm -hmm. all the way down to pick up the ball in the rain in two tackle zones and turns around and hands it off to a blitzer in the rain and then that blitzer walks in. Whoa! I was like, all right, you know, I, I did everything I should have to stop that, but you, you pulled it off and now I have seven turns. So yeah. Wow. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I think at this point it, I was losing, he had knocked out or casualty a couple of dwarves too. So it was, I think it was, I had eight players and he had seven. Okay. Wow. Um, but so I had, but I had seven, seven, turns to score. He
1: got a couple. That was the rat ogre doing some casualties.
0: No, I think it's just in general blocks. I don't think the Ratt-Oger did any of them.
1: Okay, he had some good dice. Um,
0: yeah, I mean some good armor injury rolls, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: nice. But I was able to uh, use those seven turns and go down and score on the turn sixteen and win that game as well.
1: Oh, I, I thought it was a tie. there. okay? So is it two?
0: So it was the two one grind, but it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't set out for it to be. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping for a 2-0 win. <laughs> uh, so I ended the tournament with three wins, but I knew I was at table two, and I knew the guy that was at table one that was undefeated had been there for a couple rounds. So I was like, yeah, he probably has tiebreakers on me. Um, we'll see how it goes.
1: So what's tiebreakers? Um, so like touchdowns, casualty, usual things?
0: I think it was like uh, a net casualties plus net touchdowns it was the first tiebreaker. Hmm. and. Then there was strength of schedule in there and had a bunch of strange things for, uh, a three round tournament strength. of schedule is kind of rough. Um, but, uh, either way I knew what position I was in. Um, yeah. and when the standing, when the awards were all handed out, I was second place. Okay. So I've kind of, uh, felt like Florida state a little bit. I did everything I was supposed to. I won all my games and just wasn't good enough.
1: Man. Second place, Augie. Role models. McLovin got second place. You know what I mean? He didn't win.
0: (laughs) Thank you, friends. Your honor is great. Come. Let us gingerly touch our tips.
1: Not bad. Uh, I will say, you know, 20 years ago, I learned a tactic of Skaven against Wars. And that tactic was run past them. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's a good idea. Let me ask you, Extreme. Do you know where and who I learned that tactic against? This is a bit of, we'll call it NAF trivia to give you a hint. I don't. So the NAF trivia 20 years ago was when the NAF was about to be created, I ran into the first NAF president, John Lewis, at a games day. And it was a, if you can score on me in, I believe, four turns, I'll give you a free subscription to this new thing coming out and you get the black block dice. So we rolled on random teams. It was a D6. And I rolled Skaven, he rolled Dwarves. And I ran past them. And a, few. <laughs> a couple months later, I got an envelope with black block dice and a sweet ass membership card. So,
0: so uh, John Lewis has actually come back to Blood Bowl recently. What? Um, he, was, he was at the World Cup and he was on One World, One Blood Bowl, the podcast, uh, pretty recently talking about those early days of the NAF. That's, so it's a good uh, listen. If you uh, are done with Zorbcast after you've completed this, go listen to that.
1: After you've completed it. I like that. It's kind of, is that like George Washington like running today? Like, you know what I mean? Like the first president kind of thing or coming back to say what everyone's done wrong.
0: (laughs) No, I don't think he was. It wasn't that kind of role. It was just like him coming back and just telling the history that a lot of people don't know.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like it. I think it's also cool that all of our former presidents are still alive, too.
0: Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That's good.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, I just, you know, it's awesome. It's awesome that we're all still alive. you right Uh So very good. You got a second place trophy and um, coin, I believe you, right? Like a little, little token memento. Was, was that what that uh, was? You had you added to no, your collection.
0: I, I got the trophy. Where's my camera?
1: Okay. Well, the people can't that see I'll, that, so it's, yeah, I'll,
0: you know. I'll show you in this audio format. But you'll get to enjoy it. Okay. Cool. I'll put a picture up. Somewhere.
1: Yeah, like you're going to put up a YouTube video for the second episode. Yeah.
0: I mean, I will someday.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Oops. So, very nice. I think you got, um you had a fun, Mr. Elbows, and was pleased at your use of the captain. And the tournament graveyard is closed up for the year, I think. Right? Uh, well, not quite. I no. don't think so. No? No. Uh, did you go to another one? No, but uh,
0: the year's not going to be over yet.
1: We're going to do another episode before the year's up?
0: No, we're going to attend more tournaments before the year's up, right?
1: Yeah, but when the tournament graveyard happened in January?
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> are, you, are you still stuck on this? Are we live or are we recorded thing right now? Is that
0: what you're... Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, your timeline...
1: No, your timelines are fucked. That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we got to regroup. We got to get Extreme back to this universe. Um, so let's come back with Inside the Dugout on the Slurpcast.
0: Brought to you by McMurdy's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loathing it. You are tuned into the Slurpcast with Extreme and Johnny P. Lodging to a speaker near you. That's where we are. Inside the Dugout. Yeah,
1: Inside the Dugouts. What you, the listener, does not know is that after doing this show off and on since 2009, Stream and I were literally discussing what these segments mean. <laughs> <laughs> we like, what's this one again? <laughs> Which one talks about the tournaments? <laughs> and just for a point of clarification, because we, we covered this, Around the old world is not happening now. That's tournament, just talk in general out there that doesn't necessarily pertain to us. Inside the dugout is our own stuff. Typically, it'll be what we're doing for tournaments we're going to, but it could also be like a hobby type thing or modeling or whatever. Inside the dugout it's like our time, but I just wanted to clarify.
0: Yeah. So there is a little crossover there and that we will talk about tournaments that are happening around the old world, but specifically the ones that we're planning to go to.
1: in Inside the dugout.
0: Yes. Right. So there's a bit of a crossover, so that's why it was confusing.
1: Well, it's the crossover, but it's if it's following us, it doesn't really matter, right? It's more about this segment is about us, no matter what. It happens well, to be us the, at tournaments.
0: All the segments are about us. Well, yeah, obviously.
1: <laughs> it's, it's what we call a personality-driven podcast. It's not about the content.
0: It's about the Blood Bowl friends. Indeed. The best friends are Blood bull friends. Yeah,
1: best Blood bull friends. Um, I, it, it's, it's a great logo. I suggest you get something with it on there. ZlurpNation.com. And be careful. Uh, we've now, fun fact, we've now lost both of our old school domains. We've lost com, and we've lost LurpCast.com. So ah. sad. ZlurpNation.com. Yeah, That's the new one. I'm not giving that one up. ZlurpNation.com. If you buy 37 T-shirts by the end of the year, I could still afford to keep it going. All right. (laughs) Inside the dugouts, Extreme, do you want to talk about the Fumble Tournament?
0: Uh, Sure, if you want to start with that. So... Fumble has a NAF live snowdown tournament that is going to be taking place on December 30th that uh, we both plan on playing in. Yeah. So this is uh, one of the live tournaments. So all the games are played um, in the same day. So it's kind of like, like attending a real tabletop tournament, but on the computer. Because um, most of the NAF tournaments on Fumble, you play like one game a week or one game every two weeks. Uh, this one, you're playing back-to-back games. So it'll be four rounds. One day.
1: And it's really the only way I would ever do it. I'm not, I'm not doing anything on fumble at the to schedule period. This is not happening
0: Yeah, This is my preferred way of doing it because of lack of scheduling issues. I just sit down. I know where this is when we start and everyone's going to be there and you just play, but yeah, so it's broken to um, North America and everybody else as separate times. So if you wanted to play in the Euro uh, time zone, it starts a bit earlier for us. Um, but it's definitely possible. I, if, johnny wasn't playing i might play in the euro just to get up early and get it done with earlier in the morning
1: wow and just to um is it also to offset the europeans joining ours so they can beat us all, uh, beat us up <laughs> you know because we're we're not as good
0: I don't know. I mean there is just a slight scheduling crossover that prevents you from playing in both. Yeah. It's like the, I was looking at that too.
1: The former major ah. leaguer. It's like I'll play that Rex softball league. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll play with those fat drunks, <laughs> you know. Um yeah, so I think it'll be a good time. Uh, it's one of those where I I I like uh, uh tabletop play. Just I don't play online. I don't have the video game. I don't use Fumble. The last time I used Fumble was for a tournament like this. I think it was during COVID where there wasn't any normal tabletop tournaments. And my preferred way is just in person. It's just how I like to play the game. However, in this format, I'll do it. And also, there's people I know in it, like Extreme. But also, I get to use, like, I'm going to take my ogre team, the Ogrando Rage, which is a uh, wrestling-themed team. Storyline there is head coach Mince McSlam brewed up some kind of potion and some of the humans turned into these superhuman ogre types, you know, like the Nacho Man or Bulk Bogan and, and, uh, some of them turned into tiny little snotling size humans. Uh, My favorite of those guys is Dick hair, like Ric Flair, but (laughs) Dick hair is what, um, and yeah, so I reason why I want to bring him this tournament. One. There, it's easy to throw teammate on fumble. I don't have to do all the figuring out of stuff. I just kind of click buttons and see what happens. Also sidesteps really annoying to people online, especially, which I enjoy. And lastly, it's already a team. I suck ass with NAF rankings. I mean, not that anybody cares, but you know what I mean? So it's like, whatever. So I'm going to use them and close out the year with the O'Grando rage.
0: All right. I have a few follow-up comments here. Okay. I also prefer tabletop. But one of the reasons that this is fun and that I want to talk about it on the podcast is there's still time to sign up. And the more people that we know that play in this tournament, the more it'll feel like a tabletop tournament. Like if there's a bunch of our Blood Bowl friends that are signed up for this tournament rather than people on Fumble that we don't know then we can kind of cheer each other on or play, happen to play each other
1: and okay. have a good time. With that. That, that, before we go to the next point, that's a, it is something to talk about. So if you're listening right now, obviously you're a Blood Bowl friend. You might be a regular friend too. You might be. You might get promoted one day. I don't know. But we don't know if what's in the budget for next year, as they say. However, as a Blood Bowl friend, how would somebody sign up Extreme? Do you want to just kind of give the brief steps
0: of how to be a part of this? Sure. So hopefully you're familiar with Fumble. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit more difficult. But if you are familiar with Fumble, if you go to the homepage, there is a uh, Fumble tournament um, section there. Uh, Valen is, I think, heading the running of this particular tournament. But there should be one for NAF Live. If not, you can do a little search for it. And on that main page, it will have all the build rules and we'll go step-by-step how to build a team. If you've played in a fumble tournament before, it'll be a little easier to kind of follow that. Um, If you're playing for the first time, you might need some help, but you could always reach out and ask for some help on how to do that.
1: I'll put a link somewhere in the notes. I don't know if it actually works half the time, some of these links, but I'll put that in there.
0: Okay. And because it's an NAF uh, fumble tournament, the NAF online rankings are counted. So those are separate from your. Uh, NAF tabletop rankings. They don't blend together. Oh, um,
1: okay. Why did I think they so were? So I thought there was an overall
0: ranking. Is that not true? It doesn't include online. Um, okay. It, it's it's kept separate, which is good. I think that's the way it needs to be because tabletop is what is real. Hmm. Everything else is pretend. Okay. Uh, but on a personal level with my coach ranking for NAF tabletop versus online, it's uh, pretty hilarious to me. I just got over 200 CR again with my dwarves for the first time in quite a while Mm. on tabletop. But my online dwarf ranking uh, from the NAF is like 111, I think. Wow. So So, a little bit different.
1: (laughs) Is that just people you play locally are not as good as people you play online? I mean, you can say it, it's a safe space here. Go ahead and say it. I don't,
0: I don't, that factors into some degree. um, But I don't think that, is all of it um i think i have trouble taking online stuff as seriously so i do like i play faster and just do goofier things sometimes
1: yeah. also your dice um, in real life are, are are kind of bullshit so you've <laughs> well, got sure. those four, the 40 <laughs> miners dice are really weighted you know i know you were working on those you know drilling and stuff a couple of years ago so i think it's you know no.
0: no i have no problem using tournament dice or sharing dice if that's what you're into but I like to have my color-coded dice that match my teams.
1: Yeah, but you don't use different dice for injury rolls. And I'm just saying I would talk to a TO about that if anyone's playing against you. Because it's like, why do you pull out those dice for those
0: rolls, right? I don't do that. You don't? No. I have four D6s that are out there. They all blend together. I just roll two for armor, two for injury.
1: Okay. That's fine. Uh, Something has to attribute this huge swing in ratings. That's all I'm saying.
0: So. i've had a very good year
1: okay and the online is it still to 40 miners online or no
0: so it is yes um but with fumble you can't repeat the same team name so yeah. i've had to like make small alterations to the team name each time i think i'm on like my 16th 17th version of so i'm starting to run out of different versions of 40 miners team name
1: are you at the 50 miners yet
0: not yet. I, I'm, I'll get to like 39 plus one minors eventually. Ah, okay.
1: You should go with the, the 16, 69ers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that, so. that'd be really funny. <laughs> really funny. Um, all right. Well, and in this build you are going to be giving out skills based on the tier level of the team, right? Yep. Do you already so, know, did you submit yours already? I did. Yes. I was a little confused initially because I didn't realize there was a max one skill per player. I was a little confused initially. I thought it was, I was going to load up two Ogres, just make them unstoppable. It's going to be like the mega powers. Nacho Man and Bogan was going to be basically just doing everything. Blocks, your hands, everything. And then I realized, break tackle, but then I realized it's, it was one per. And I was just like, ah, I was a little disappointed on that one. Because it's like, as a tier three team, I want to load them up. And I was like, oh, I guess I have to spread it all out. Not a, it kind of I, I lost my enthusiasm a little bit for playing a tier three team I thought I was gonna build super players and it's not really a thing And I'm like well that's not really helping the team that much to load up snotlings with skills but you know what I'll still play I'll still play I gotta just um, here here's here's what goes into me playing this tournament one signed up did that two get my team approved I gotta check on that three. Do not forget to bring my work computer home on December 29th. Is that because a, a Saturday, the 30th?
0: I believe so. Okay.
1: So I, just, sense. I don't know. Just shoot me a note on the 29th to bring that thing home. Otherwise I'm not playing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. Anything else you want to cover on this tournament extreme?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Are there any other tournaments you plan on attending?
1: Um, yeah. Nice lead in. You already know the answer. So let's just do, do, yeah, let's just do that. It is the Royal Open 5. I I didn't go to the first four, but I'm going to jump in now. I also maybe wasn't in the area for some of those other ones. It's in Kansas City. And uh, by the time you hear this episode, it's probably just days away. Might be time to attend. I confirmed with the TO the details uh, because, as with any tournament that you're traveling for, you want to make sure that everything's all good. It is a tournament that I am going to be bringing Imperial Nobility for the first time in NAF. The team I'm using, the Dytown Scares, which is Extreme's team that he put together based on the Scares models from Super Bowl. Uh, you were using his Norse. I kind of repurposed them a little bit, changed a few things up. And, you know, since I'm a lifelong Chicago Bears fan, why would I not have the coolest team that pays tribute to them? So in that team, I've got my four bodyguards. We got DeFraser. We got Dick Bentz. We got Mongo McMongrel. And we got um, uh, Enemy Sorehead, which the model for that one is the the – what do you call that Zug that was like the hard to get one? Was there like an official name? Uh,
0: unreleased Zug.
1: Unreleased Zug, yeah. Um. So I did that one there. You painted them bald. I had a little bit of hair on there to imitate uh, Emery Moorhead, the old tight end on the bears. That was my extent of some, some painting on that one is I, I added hair. <laughs> Why you laugh? I'm using one blitzer, and that'll be Salter Painting, Sourness. And, oh, I should have said, sorry, of the four bodyguards, they, they're, they're bodyguards, so they come with Stand, Firm, and Wrestle, two amazing skills already. I'm going to give all four of them guard. Also makes it easy for my opponents. I'm very big on making sure my opponent can never complain about who has what. I have base rings I use, and especially when I don't use the quote-unquote official models, I'm over-the-top clear all this stuff. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to have green skill base say guard. Those are clearly the bodyguards. And they also have, you know, stand firm and
0: wrestle. Stand firm guard is awesome.
1: Yeah, stand firm guard. And it's great. Salter. So the blitzer on a nobility team comes with block and catch already. Uh, And my build, by the way, side note. So nobility is a tier two team and they're allowing seven skill points. Primaries are one. Secondaries are two. You can put more than one skill on a player. So Salter is going to get a total of three points. The four garters were one, two, three, four. Those skills, and then the next three points are going to be dodge, which is a normal for Blitzer. I was I completely forgot about that. You know what I mean? It's a little weird that they come with catch and block, but agility is the normal. Agility is a primary along with general on that one. So I'm taking dodge. I'm taking sidestep because it's Salter. You know what I mean? He's that sour, and I'm also taking fend. And that goes along with the linemen on the team who have Fend built in. One thing I love about the Nobility team, uh, besides getting a chance to use these amazing models of Extreme Painted, but also it's just so difficult to play against them, it's so annoying to play against them. So you combine the most annoying skills of Fend, Stand Firm, and now Sidestep. And it's not something I don't think anybody wants to deal with. And it should be fun for me to put all my eggs in the Salter basket. Let him carry the ball to victory.
0: I hope it works out well for you.
1: Thank you. I think I got uh, five re rolls. I'm a I'm a re roll whore in the new rules, by the way. I just you know I went from like in the old days saying not needing them. I didn't have the old uh, NRA patch, the No Re Rolls Association patch, but I didn't I didn't really care that much. But ever since that change was more than one per turn, I was complete opposite. You know, I had six the last tournament we were at Extreme, and I'm taking five here because it's a 1.11 build and allows me those 11 players. No, I'm not taking a thrower this round, so it's basically uh, four four bodyguard, one blitzer, and six linemen, 5 rerolls, one assistant coach. Why? Well, because I got uh, Bloody Ryan. He's the assistant coach, so how do I not take an assistant coach? Fun team. It's, it also gives me a chance to get a— gives me a chance to get a ranking with the nobility team that I didn't have before. I had the 24 patch, but I had them before the new teams were added. So I also was like, yeah, why don't I get a ranking with them? You know? Why not? Why not? You're not you're not shooting for that, right, Extreme? You don't care about
0: I don't know. Uh, so Shooty tried to guilt me into it again at this last tournament. And I explained to him, if you look at how many people are in the 24 plus whatever club in the U.S., it's a decent amount of people how many people in the U S are in the 300 games with one race club. Yeah. That's a club club of one. So who's really cooler.
1: That's you. The club of one. Yeah, That's me. Is that club a new shirt one. club of one. New yeah.
0: shirt. No, nope. No blood bowl friends club <laughs> of one. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I think it's a, um, it's quite a feat to have that. It also shows that your commitments to Wins and losses and getting better with your team, you know, makes a big difference. I like that. It's a good uh, good approach. I'll fill everybody in on the results on the next episode that we record of Royal Open 5. I think it's cool that there is a decent amount of tournaments going on throughout our region's extreme and obviously beyond. You know, we know that, you know, other areas of the U.S. have a lot of tournaments too. But it's just, uh, I will say, you know, a little bit of a just general complaint is it is a little harder to find the information sometimes once you see it out there, I mean, it, it is on the NAF site. So I'm not complaining about this one in particular. I just mean like, you know, things like who's all going
0: type stuff, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different world than it used to be. Yeah. It used to be so much easier to like have this built-in excitement and community before you got to the event too. Um, now it's kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Which could be fun, right? There could be three people. There could be 30 people. We don't know. We don't we don't know yeah. you you went to a tournament you didn't expect 22 people to be there right
0: Well, hopefully the organizers know but yeah it's a mystery for everybody else
1: well they don't have to know if you're not so many rosters or money up front they don't you don't have to know right
0: yeah that sounds horrible well i'm just as, as a as a tournament organizer I'd like to be prepared for at least what you know, tournaments have you organized this? this year uh this year I, none
1: okay well so there ne- you go
0: next year there will be one
1: is this an announcement? Hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. I
0: think I a different on. segment completely. But that that's okay. what I'm
1: the that's what I'm holding on for.
0: You are tuned into the Zlurpcast. Your source for Blood Bowl discussion in the States. Brought to you by Spikey. Just kill it. And now a Zlurpcast exclusive. Exclusive?
1: School of playoffs? What? Extreme, did you just hit the exclusive button? You have something to say.
0: Yeah, so some breaking slurpy news, I guess. Um next year's slurpy bowl is going to come back. What? Wow. Slurpy Bowl 13 will actually happen after a long break.
1: A hiatus, if you will. Again. A long time hiatus. All right, so many questions are out there. First, Indeed. First off, this is number 13. So you've had 12 slurpy bowls. My first slurpy bowl was Slurpy Bowl 3. I should have went to 2. I honestly I don't have a lot of regrets. But um, I should have went to two. One, I didn't really, you know, I was like, I didn't even, you know. I didn't didn't know you, didn't like you, whatever. Um, But (laughs) I should have went to two because Mike went to two. And I was like, ah. And I'm like, "Ah," and then three, I was like, of course. Because three is when you went from small time to medium time. And then you went from, it's probably five, liberal five. You went from medium time to big time, roughly. And then it became big time ever since. Kind of rough, rough time frame there.
0: That sounds um, right. I, I would have to look at the stats. Yeah. That around
1: right. that, around that time though, where you went to like, you know, 20 ish to like 40, 50, 60 type, you know, attendance. And now you are bringing it back. Now, let me ask you, are you bringing it back already at that high level? Or are you trying to say, let's bring it down? Kind of like a band's coming back, but we're going to do a small intimate acoustic set. And everyone's like, Oh, come on. Like I don't want to hear the acoustics hits. I want to hear the hits. Like I know them. Loud, cranked up to 11. Is this like a full-blown
0: Slurpee Bowl or what? It is indeed a full-blown Slurpee Bowl. My uh, intent is to have the attendance capped at 50, and I hope to get up to 50. Um, I know that's not an easy thing to do necessarily because it's been gone for so long. You don't have that um, people going every year annually. But I plan on starting to build that hype that we talked about missing from the um, like talking about a tournament before you actually go. Uh, so hopefully right around the beginning of the year, I'll have some uh, official news and I'll just kind of keep trickling out news and keep the conversation going about slurp people and keeping people interested.
1: Where can people stay in the know of, of
0: said news? Excellent question. Uh, the Zlurp Nation Facebook group would be a good place to start. Right. I will be posting things there. Uh, once I have some official information as far as like a date, You know, that's kind of important for the tournament. I will have a Facebook event and things will be posted there as well. Um, I will try and communicate as much as possible in the other areas um, using the NAF forum, if anyone still does, and some discords and different things like that. So I'll try to get the information everywhere at the same time. Um, but the Facebook event and the Slurp Nation group would probably be the best places.
1: Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Slurp Nation Facebook group. Join that. There's a lot of side discussion about the show and other things that are going on with us. It's just also just, you know, fun, fun humor posts in there as well. So Slurp Nation on Facebook. If you're not a fan of Facebook, I get it. Discord is fine. There's an NAF group on there. Um, there's also a Slurpcast, not group, channel, I should say. I'll put that in so I don't sound like an asshole. <laughs> You know what? No, fuck it. I'm gonna leave it in. Fuck it. Leave it in. Leave it in. I am an asshole. Leave it in. Leave it in. I'm a i am am an asshole. There's a. there's a group, a group on Discord. There's a Zlurpcast group on Discord. There's the NAF one on there, NAF channel, and also Zlurpcast channel as well. You put it on there. And the NAF forum. Yes, that exists. That is what we use, you know, to talk about tournaments. You know? So they're expect to see a post about Zlurpy Bowl 13. Are you going 13 or are you doing Roman numeral? Are you doing the number 13?
0: You know, that it's uh, it's funny that you bring that up because it is something that kind of bothers me. I haven't quite officially decided yet because I've done Roman numerals up through 12. So I was thinking about uh, having an excuse to change because the number 13 just looks cooler Yeah. on a logo. But then also because there was that big gap, this could be like the start of a different era of people. So then maybe I switched from Roman numerals to regular i was going to ask i wanted
1: i was waiting on your pause to see what you would call them like regular you're like switching roman numerals to
0: regular it's like you know real numbers i
1: don't know why somebody out there's like you idiot they're called blah 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 you know and that's fine for sure i think xiii is cool though if it was me i think that would look cool on a dice and coins and all that kind of stuff xiii i I think that looks cool but 13 does look cool too you know, a lot, and obviously a lot of fun tie-ins. So is there going to be a multi... I know you, you don't know the date yet. You don't know the venue yet. I get that. But as far as, is, are you looking at doing multiple events and multiple Blood Bowl to make it like a full-on weekend?
0: So let me, uh, before I answer that question, let me go back one step too with the actual number 13. The other reason I think the number... Thirteen looks cool is because this is like sort of people coming back from the dead. So I'm kind of leaning into like a undead rising from the grave type theme. Okay. So I think the number thirteen kind of feels better with it. Okay, okay. As far as multiple events, yes, sort of people in the past was like a full weekend of nonsense, and even in between the breaks, we did like rock paper scissors and things like it was just like this full massive. Somebody got bit. Um, Somebody got bit. at a sort people yeah, weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. We were eating, uh, so we,
1: yes. we, we were eating cucumbers uh, sideways. You know what I mean? Like things happen as Slurpee Bowl. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so there's definitely plans for um, a full thing. Like I plan on doing a Friday night sevens, um, some kind of Saturday event. Um, yeah. It'll be a full weekend of stuff. Awesome. That's great.
1: I love hearing that. With the You bringing up, a follow-up question to you, resurrecting the tournaments back from the dead. Status on Zlurpis Zambashki. I know he's not Uh, alive. Is he still undead? And will he make an appearance?
0: He is still indeed undead. I have not decided if he's going to play, but Uh, I think he's going to make an appearance at the tournament in some way.
1: Do you know, would you have to... And I like NAF ratings or or approvals are different now than the old days. If you added your own player, does that totally screw you out of that? Or is that, we don't, we don't know like a star player. Does that, you know, if you added your own star player, do you still get approved or no? I don't, I don't even know these days.
0: People have, um, I don't exactly know what all the requirements are. Okay,
1: That's all Um, right. I'm going to put you on the spot. All I know is you're saying whether Zlurpish shows up or does not, it is 100%
0: your call. Yeah, so, I mean, if if I wanted to, like, it could be a specialist tournament. And I could do whatever I want at that point. That you know, there are no rules. Oh, but you don't want to do um, so specialist. You want real. Yeah, <laughs> well, specialists are real too, in my eyes. Oh, okay. I, I like I like specialist tournaments, but this will not be. This okay. will be a Blood Bowl twenty twenty. Okay. Approved I, rule set.
1: Okay, it's okay. We don't want have. That. We don't have to have a Zlurpiss official. However, what about a Zlurpiss?
0: Appearance. I don't know about that. I would have to uh, ask somebody else to do that. That was out of my hands.
1: If Jeffro but... makes the beer again, I'm having one.
0: Um, yeah, I'll drink it.
1: It's you know, it really tastes like piss, which is what we asked for. We and then some might say, "How do you know what piss tastes like?" I'm like, "You know, though. Like, you, know, <laughs> you you know."
0: Why you laugh? <laughs>
1: I think Zlurpis zambashki appearance would be great. Zlurpiss the drink would be great. Resurrecting this amazing tournament weekend is also great. So I'm happy to hear the good news. Shooting for like late summer-ish, right?
0: Late late summer, early fall is the goal. Okay. Um, I have a weekend picked out and I have um, some potential locations picked out. Just nothing officially nailed down yet. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about it quite yet.
1: I, under, I understand. You don't want to. But um, stay tuned to those methods you mentioned earlier. Discord channels, Lerp Nation group, NAF forum for details. Should be pretty
0: fun. And it doesn't have to be a segment either. We've That's us just, just be closing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, let's just put it at the end of this one. Extreme, you're leaving us on a high note. I love it. A couple shout outs out there. Duncan, Charlie Victor products. Look them up online. That's where I got my base rings from. That's where I got my really cool ball token from. He's working on some cool stuff. We're going to be partnering with him. So get yourself some Charlie Victor products. Shout out there. Um, you have a shout out as well, Extreme?
0: Uh, Mickey Myers, a big fan of the show. I think you've been in conversations with him. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah. Give him a shout out for reaching out to us yeah. and being, being a big listener.
1: Reached out on Instagram. I think he's in Ireland. Awesome. Um, it's really cool to see the people, new fans, old fans, in between fans, taint fans all in there, you know, being a part of the Zlurp Nation again. ZlurpNation.com. Follow on all the social medias out there as well. Pick up some merch as well. Really cool stuff out there. Supports the show. Why not pick up a copy of Death Path solo as well? Death Path Solitary Assignment, the best solo game around. Perfect stocking stuffer. It literally can fit into a stocking. Get that. Get the playmat as well. Deathpath.com. I made it. It's awesome. Check it out. Otherwise, we'll talk to you next time. Cue the damn music, extreme.
0: Thanks for listening. Stay connected to the show and get official merch at ZlurpNation.com. The man, the myth, the other guy? You know him as Extreme, and he's the creator of the entire Zlurpee franchise. From its humble beginnings of just eight people to this huge Blood Bowl empire it has now become, the slurpy Bowl is the tournament to be at this summer. Now in its 13th year, this event keeps getting better and better. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. Spend a hot summer weekend with sweaty fat dudes. It'll be worth it. What up, Sean?